Thank you for tuning in to Conroe United Pentecostal Church today. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to you. If there is ever anything we can do for you, please email admin at conroeupc.org. Lift our voices to the Lord. Come on, let's give God a high praise. I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I glorify you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Here's what I want us to do right now. I want everybody to let's get out of those pews, cross the aisle, and let's join with one another. Find somebody to pray with right now. If we could do that, I know that may not be what you were expecting, but I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you're husband and wife next to each other and we want to pray together, join with somebody else, that's fine. But I want you to lift your voices. Let's unify in prayer, in praise, and in worship right now. God wants to do something in this service. Hallelujah. wants to change somebody's life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's join together. Let's be sensitive to the Holy Ghost tonight. I love you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. When you finish praying with one, go to another. Go to another. Hallelujah. Let's keep this going for a moment. Hallelujah. Let's, let's get outside of that comfort zone and let's let the Lord work. You have the Holy Ghost. And the Lord wants to use you right now to minister to somebody. Pastor Smith can't do it all. The praise team can't do it all. But you have the Holy Ghost residing in you and you can be a witness to somebody, right? Oh, that's it. I feel something breaking right now in the Holy Ghost. I know you feel it too. Hallelujah. As we pray, the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. Hallelujah. There's not a devil in hell or a million devils in hell that can stop a praying church. That can stop somebody that's on the move for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let the Spirit break out on you right now. Amen. As the Lord moves, speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives you the utterance. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
Oh, go ahead, clap those hands right now to the Lord. Clap those hands to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I glorify you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Folks, we haven't had church unless there is an outpouring of the Spirit of God in our midst. We have not done anything unless God moves in a miraculous way, and He's doing that right now. Hallelujah. Praise God. I like what I feel tonight in the house. How many of you are thankful for what you feel in the church house tonight? How many of you want God to do more in your life tonight? How many of you are hungry? How many of you are thirsty? How many of you are ready for victory tonight? Come on, how many of you have been through some things and you're ready to give the devil a black eye and say, I'm finished. God is the victor. I have somebody greater than my enemy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Turn to somebody and say, I'm not going to let what we have go right now. I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to let it go. Amen, amen. Praise God. It's an honor and a privilege to be with you. Won't take long here. And uh, was here about a month ago, as uh, Pastor Smith said. And what a great service we had. And the Lord really blessed us. And we're thankful for that. I'm honored and privileged to be back. Glad that my wife could be with me this time. So glad that she's here. Amen. She is the love of my life. And I love and appreciate her. And it's just her and I tonight. Our daughters are with my mother-in-law. And may God bless them <laughs> down in Pearland. Amen. So uh, they're having a time being with the grandma tonight. So uh, glad they could do that and glad we could be here. Brother Patrick, God bless you. Good to see you. I honor you tonight. Sister Smith, bless you. Been praying for uh, your, your better half over here. And... Uh, pray that uh, he gets better soon and God bless his faithfulness he probably should be at home in bed right now but he's here and I just can't help but believe that God will bless that and that's a good example amen amen praise God hallelujah so got all of that out of the way and I'm just thankful for what I'm feeling thank you praise team and musicians Man, just leading us right into the throne room, the presence of God. Now, I know it's summertime, and some would call it a summertime slump, but I just choose not to, to, choose not to say that. How can it be a slump when God is moving in such a powerful way? Now, I know what that means. Amen. I know what that means, and, and sometimes there's people out on vacation. I'm sure that's the case here tonight. And, and, you know, whatever. But you're here, and I'm here, and God's here. And, and the presence of God is moving. And there's a lot of hungry people here tonight. Amen. And it's a million degrees outside. But thank God for air conditioning. Amen. So I just say we just might as well go ahead and have church tonight. I just think we ought to just go ahead and tap into what the Lord's doing. 
And let's let the Lord touch us tonight. Amen. So I know you've been standing and I just want to read to you a scripture. I don't even have a title for this tonight. To be honest, I changed what I was going to preach just a few minutes ago, just based on what I was feeling. And so how many of you want to just go with whatever the Lord's doing? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we'll turn to 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. Those of you who know your word probably know what that says already. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. And media team, they are so, I didn't even give them the verses or anything yet. But uh, it's up on the screen already. So thank you, media team. Praise God. And it says, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, or as you see there, walks around or about, as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And then if you read that in the Amplified Version, it says, be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times, for that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a roaring, like a lion roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. And that's the verses I want to preach from here tonight. Amen. And I don't have a title. You can put whatever you want on it. But could you just lift your hands one more time and say, Lord, minister through your word to me. Minister through your word to me. Hallelujah. Come on. I know some of you has been fighting some battles. You've been fighting some things in your lives, some impossible situations. It seems that you're surrounded by the enemy. Amen. But the Lord is going to lift you up tonight. And there's going to be victory before you leave this place. Your marriage is not over. Your family is not over. Your children have a chance to come back to God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on, somebody tap in with me right now. I love you, Jesus. I believe that you're about to do a work in this house. In the name that's above every name, I pray. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Amen. Out in Africa, in the Serengeti, in various various places, there are, of course, the many, many animals that God created. One of the most incredible places on the planet for animal life is Africa. And, of course... The animal that seems to get the most recognition and has, seems to be the, the, they call him the king of the jungle, so to speak, and the king of the, of the plains, the African Serengeti, is the male lion. And it is said by scientists and those who study animal life and specifically the roar a specific roar of the male lion, that there is a specific roar that he makes. From what I understand, there are different roars, 
And it's not just one roar. It, there are different volumes of these roars, and they all mean something different. It's in their form of communication. The male lion, of course, is the king of his tribe, if you please. And normally there is anywhere from 10 to 20 lions that, that go along with one male lion who has earned the right to be over, uh, over those lions and that, that, uh, that tribe of lions. And it's a very interesting study, the life of lions. But in that study, we learn, and they say there is a specific roar that a male lion will make. And he makes it at a time when they are hungry for food. And they are trying to coordinate an attack on their enemy or some prey, a zebra or something, to try to feed uh, themselves and their little lion cubs that are coming up under them. And so they will, they will because of their lack of speed, they will coordinate an attack on animals that are maybe around a watering hole. And what will happen is, if in your mind's eye you can imagine this, a male lion will go to one side secretly and he will stalk around to one side of that watering hole. And all of these animals are gathered there drinking and, and they're unaware of the impending danger. And on the other side from the male lion will be the lionesses who do the majority of the hunting and hunt in packs, but they do it at the direction of the male lion. And so the male lion's on one side, and the unassuming prey is there drinking from the watering hole and not too far beyond them on the opposite side from the male lion are the lionesses, and they're crouched, and they're slowly moving up. And there is a roar that male lion will, at the right time, he will roar this specific roar. And this roar, they say, can be heard for 50 miles in every direction. In other words, 50 miles away, when he utters this specific roar, other animals pick their heads up from feeding or stop what they're doing and the birds stop chirping. And they all know what that roar means because God gave the lion that roar to do one thing. The purpose of that roar is to intimidate and scare the prey that are at the watering hole so that they will run away from that roar. If you can hear that roar from 50 miles, then I wonder how loud it is at 20 yards. I wonder how loud it is just right there at the watering hole from me to the parking lot. It must strike so much fear into those animals at the watering hole that they do the natural thing. And that is, if the roar's coming from that way, 
I'm a going that way. It is a natural thing, the fear that it strikes into those animals. And guess what? Those animals turn to run away from the roar, not realizing they are running directly into harm's way and into the already well-thought-out plan of attack of, this, of these lionesses that are waiting on them. And so it makes it easier, and the chase is on, and the lionesses take off, and they attack, and they've got a plan to attack, and one of them brings down an animal, and they're all able to eat. But it's all because of a roar that comes from that male lion that is so strong and so loud that it causes fear into their enemies and into the prey. And they run in the opposite direction. When what, if they really understood what was going on, if they really understood what was happening, they would run toward the roar and not away from it because Toward the roar means there's only one lion there. There's only one enemy there. They could easily get away with their life if they would run toward the roar instead of away from the roar. But because they turn around and go back from the direction they were coming to the waterhole from, they end up being in grave danger. And they lose. some of them lose their lives to the lions and become food for the lions, all because they run away from what they think is danger but in reality is not danger our Bible tells us tonight that the enemy of our soul our adversary the devil as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour I just want to go ahead and jump in right here without any more illustrations and without any more stories and without any more scientific things about wild animals in Africa and tell you that I know in the Holy Ghost that the devil, our adversary, has been roaring in some of your lives and he has been threatening you. He's been telling you you can't make it living for God. He's been telling you your marriage isn't going to last. Your children will never come back to God. And he's roaring at you and he's trying to promote fear in you because if he can ever get you to turn around and to go back he's got you but let me encourage you you need to run toward the roar you need to run toward the adversary he doesn't have the power to bring you down he doesn't have the power to destroy your marriage he doesn't have the power to destroy this church all he is is a lot of noise, but I know a God who is greater. I know a God who is greater than your adversary. Amen. When the enemy comes against you like a flood, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. So it's time for you to rise up in your spirit. And it's time for you to say, not today, devil. I've got you figured out. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Roar all you want, but it don't mean anything to me. Oh, come on. I wish somebody, amen, would start to dance a little bit right now. 
I wish somebody would say, I just got a revelation, and I don't have to lose. I don't have to lose. I'm a winner. God is in me, and it's Christ in you. That's the hope of glory. Woo! Come on, somebody. I want everybody to stand right now. And I want everybody to lift their hands as high as you can get them. And I want you to say, Lord, I have the victory. Lord, I have the victory. Lord, I have the victory. I have your spirit. I have your name. There is nothing that I have to be afraid of. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how the devil tries to come at me. I know that God is stronger and greater and bigger. There's no problem he can't solve. There's no mountain he can't move. Oh, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There's no river you can't cross with his power and his strength. There's no situation. I don't care if the government's involved. I don't care if the IRS is in. It doesn't matter to me. God is bigger than anything. Woo! Take somebody by the hand. And just shout with them right now for a minute. Take somebody. If you can't shout, then just shake that hand. If you can't shout, then just shake that hand. But just move with them right now and say, come on. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. I've got to run toward the roar. Come on, this is what I feel. Somebody ought to roar back tonight in the Holy Ghost. Come on, right now. Let a roar of praise come out of you. Let a roar of worship come out of you. Hallelujah. Come on, a battle cry needs to come out of your spirit right now. You need to understand you're not losing. You're winning. The reason, the reason that the Lord likened in his word, you can be seated. Amen. Oh, I like what I feel happening here right now. The reason that the Lord likened the enemy to a roaring lion is because of what I just told you. What the roaring lion does is deceptive. He wants the prey to believe that the force where the roar is coming from is as big as the roar sounds. It was in the Six-Day War. I read a story about the Six-Day War where the Jews were being attacked back in the, I believe it was the the mid-40s. And Israel sent, I think it was two or three fighter jets toward the enemy and I can't remember exactly the nation that it was Syria or somebody someone over in that area what they heard what they heard was what sounded like the largest 
force of an air assault that you can imagine coming at them. And they gave up, they quit, they didn't attack. God protected Israel. And only two or three little fighter jets were coming their way. They could have easily taken them out. But see, that's, that's, that's what the devil wants you to believe about him. See, the thing is, God can do that, and God's not being deceptive. He can take three jets and make them an entire army. He can take a few lepers and let them head toward the Syrian camp and make it sound like an entire army. God can do that. God can send lightning down and fire down out of the devil. All he can do is roar. He doesn't have anything behind it. It just sounds big. It sounds bad. It sounds ugly. But when you get to him, he's just one little bitty old lion. And he wants you to believe that you are under attack. And he wants you to believe there's no hope. And he wants you to believe that the roar you're hearing in your life and whatever you're dealing with and the fear that comes with that and the worry that comes with that and the uncertainty, he wants you to believe that it is bigger and it is badder and it is worse than what it really is. Amen. It's deceptive. Satan is the liar and the father of all and every lie. If he says no, then God is saying yes. If he says yes, then God is saying no. If he's telling you it can't happen, then you better mark it down because it's about to happen. If he's roaring and he's loud and he's boisterous, that means he's really not big and loud and boisterous. He just wants you to believe that he's all of those things. He may appear as an angel of light, but he's still the devil. He may appear big and bad and ugly, but he is not all of those things. I'll tell you who's strong. I'll tell you who's mighty. I'll tell you who's great. In the Old Testament, he's called the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace, of the increase of his government. There is no end. He's the mighty God. He's everything. He's all powerful. There is none like him. There is none beside him. He is the only one true and living God. What you need to do tonight in this service is you need to run toward the roar. You need to run in the direction that your senses are telling you, your doubt is telling you, your fear is telling you is the wrong direction to run. But God's ways are not our ways. God says, give me a little David that will run down to meet a Goliath and I'll make it the easiest victory that he ever experiences. Find me somebody with a little bit of faith when everybody else is hiding behind the rocks that'll say, I'm not afraid of that roar. Amen. If he's big, that means he's cumbersome. If he's big, that means he can't move very fast. If he's big, that means I have the advantage. And more than that, I have God on my side. And if there is a God on my side, then I have nothing to fear. I have nothing to worry about. Oh, somebody lift your hands and praise the Lord again right now.
Come on, somebody worship him. Somebody praise him. Somebody glorify him. Somebody magnify him. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. God's trying to do something in this church. But what you've got to understand, amen, you need to run toward the roar. Amen. Don't let it cause you to be uh, uh, diverse. And, and don't let it cause you to be disunified. And don't let it cause you to scatter in your spirit. But if there's ever a time for the church to come together and to unify, we need to come together and say, is that a roar I hear? Is that a challenge I hear? Guess what? Here we come. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. We're not waiting on them to come to us. We're going to them. We're going to get our babies back. We're going to get our city back. We're going to get the backslider back. We're going to get a prayer life back. We're going to get our ministry back. Come on, does somebody believe with me tonight? Does somebody have faith with me tonight? You've got to believe. You still have a ministry. You still have what it takes. You still have the Holy Ghost. You still have the anointing flowing in you. Oh, come on, church. We just entered into a little bit of a spiritual battle right here. I felt the enemy start to roar a little bit. I think we ought to stand and praise God in the face of that roar. I think we ought to worship God in the face of that roar. Amen. I think we ought to just stand in the face of it and say, I'm going to praise God. Turn up the heat. Turn up the fire seven times hotter. Throw me in the fire if you want to. But when I get there, there's going to be a fourth man waiting on me in that fire. So roar as loud as you want. Come on, there's about to be a Holy Ghost breakthrough in this sanctuary tonight. That's about to be a Holy Ghost. Come on, how long's it been since you prayed through so strong that you were drunk in the Holy Ghost? How long's it been since the tears flowed down your face? How long's it been since you forgot about time? You forgot about your schedule? You forgot about work? And all it was about was the Holy Ghost and the fire. On the authority of the word of God and by power of the name of Jesus Christ. I come against every fear. I come against every doubt. I come against every spirit. I come against everything that says no. I come against everything that promotes worry. I come against it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I take authority over it. Apostolic Pentecostal authority according to your word. In the name of Jesus. Let your people be loosed right now. Let faith be loosed right now. Let the Holy Ghost be loosed. There's someone who came in depressed. You came in oppressed. But you're about to leave encouraged. You're about to leave believing there is hope. And that you can see God do a miracle in your life.
Church, I want you to move in the Holy Ghost. I want you to move in the Holy Ghost. If you're a guest here tonight, we are so glad that you're here. And you feel the same Holy Ghost moving that we feel. All we're doing is worshiping God, praising God. Amen. But this is a battle that we are in. This is a fight that we are in. And we know our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. It's all right, church, come on, let's move. Let's move. I might just continue to minister as we go along, but God's working right now. You don't have to stay in those pews. If you want to pray with somebody, then go and pray with them. Let the Holy Ghost use you. Run toward the roar. Run toward the roar. Run toward Goliath, and God will give you victory. Hallelujah. Run toward your problem. Challenge your problem in the Holy Ghost right now. Let's everybody lift our hands right now. Hallelujah. I know it's easy to want to see what God's doing, and that's okay to see what God's doing, but let's ask God to do something in us. God, do something in me. God, do something in my family. Do something in my kids. Do something, oh God, in our church. God, you're preparing this church for something great. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, touch brother and sister Smith right now. Devil, I command you in the name of Jesus. Take your hands off. I bind you in Jesus' name. Nothing you do will prosper. I pray for strength for them. I pray for the Holy Ghost to move in them. Touch them physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Give them the strength that they need right now. Oh, God, help us to run against the roar. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Living for God and working in his kingdom is not for the faint of heart, but it's when somebody says, I'm going to pull this sword out of its sheath, and I'm going to go to war. I am not going to give in. I'm not going to be satisfied till I've spent every ounce of energy till I've prayed every prayer. Oh, till my sword has the blood of the enemy on it. I'm going to fight because greater is he. Greater is he. Greater is he. Come on, it's time to fight. 
It's time to get up out of your dark corner of life and say, I don't have to put up with this. I don't have to deal with this. My God is greater. He's the victor. He has won the, the fight over death, hell, and the grave. He is in me. And I am going to battle. And I'm going to fight with every ounce of energy and spirit that I have. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This is, this is what I felt in the Holy Ghost tonight. I'm going to take us to the next place here. And, and I, musicians, just, just stay close. Amen. I know we're praying. Amen. Amen. Maybe if we could just get a piano player, just, just our piano player, and just play something. Amen. And then y'all can do what you feel after that. Amen. But I, I have not missed the mark tonight at all. I know in the Holy Ghost, amen, that there's been attacks on people of this church, attacks on the leadership of this church. And I would even venture to say that the attack on your pastor, I, I don't believe in... I don't believe in making everything spiritual. I don't believe that. I believe there's life. These bodies are not infinite. We're not going to live forever. We're not going to go through life without suffering from sickness and pain and things of that nature. But the enemy does use those things at times. Amen. And it just kind of seems to me that this thing with your pastor is just kind of drug on. There's been some complications. And it, it, it just, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And it just kind of... Seems to me like there's something about the enemy with this. And I don't even understand why he attacks anymore. Because for those he's tried before and has not won or has not gained the victory over, he ought to just go ahead and learn that we're not going to give in. And we're not going to quit. And we're going to come to church even when we're hurting. And But it just reeks of the enemy. All he's doing is roaring. But that's all it is. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Everything is going to be okay. I'm speaking to you in faith. And I'm telling you, everything is going to be okay. But the devil, the, the lion's been roaring in some of your lives. And what I mean by that is, you have felt it on your job. You have felt it in your family, in your home. You have felt it in your marriage. There's just this tension. There's this, just at every turn, there seems like complication and there's trouble, it seems. And like Job, you might feel like I look to the right and you're not there and I look to the left. And it doesn't seem like you're there. I look in front, behind, up, down. It just doesn't seem like you're there. But I want to point you to the words he spoke after that. But I know that you know the way that I take. You know what Job did? Yes, he lost his family. He lost his money. He lost his property. He lost his cattle. He lost it all, everything except his wife and his own life. Even his health went down. But Job ran toward the roar when he said the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away here's how you run toward the roar here's how you defeat the adversary 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Somebody needs to praise their way out of your situation. Somebody needs to worship your way out of your situation. Run toward the roar. Run toward the roar. Come on. This is what needs to hit this church right now. You need to praise your way out. You need to worship your way out. I wish this entire church would come out of those pews and would begin to shout before the Lord. Would begin to lift your hands and your voice in praise and in worship. Come on, praise your way out. Worship your way out. Run toward the roar. Run toward the enemy. Take Goliath out.